All of those car care needs, nothing in life is a guarantee, but you can have a guarantee that when things don't go right, it'll be taken care of, at least with A1 Custom Car Care, most of their work, three-year, 36,000-mile warranty. That way, those unexpected things happen. Life oftentimes does throw us. Even though they'll use, you know, they're very particular about the parts they use, the labor they use, the technology they use, they recognize that doesn't mean absolute perfection. You know, you're not going to 100% of the time not have things go wrong. And they want to make sure you're covered when they do. And you get bumped to the front of the line. If you have work done, it's covered. And two years, 30,000 miles later, something goes wrong, then you go to the front of the line. You're not bumped to the back or, well, when we can get to you. A1 Custom Car Care. Three area locations. You can find them under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Christy Fulnecki is uh, with us this morning. We want to go ahead and jump over to Matt uh, Moyer and get the latest news update. A train derailment yesterday at Silver Dollar City has left seven injured. Emergency crews descended on the park around 6 p.m. after the Frisco Silver Dollar Line steam train went off the tracks and on its side. Crews say the injuries range from minor to moderate. The train was nearly full of passengers at the time of the crash. The injured were taken to nearby hospitals. A judge convicted a man accused of killing three people in Springfield in 2018. Judge Tom Mountjoy found Louise Perez guilty of three murder charges in the deaths of Stephen Marler, Josh Hampton, and Sabrina Starr. Investigators learned Perez's roommates had kicked him out of a home. Investigators say he later shot Marler and Hampton with a stolen gun belonging to Starr. The family of Sabrina Starr later found her dead days later at a home on North Oakland. Police testified they found evidence at the shooting scenes tied to Perez. He faces life in prison. The Environmental Protection Agency met with the community of Verona this week to deliver their latest report. After working with the BCP Ingredients Incorporated, a nearby plant they say has exposed people to potentially deadly toxins in Verona. The meeting provided an update on health concerns over air and water contamination that were first reported four years ago. Lake Regional Health Systems in Lake Ozark announced it would be closing two pharmacy locations at close of business today. Officials say it comes down to spreading out resources. Nearly a year ago, Lake Regional closed one of its clinics in Lake Ozark. I'm Matt Moyer, Springfield's Talk, 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant. Employee benefits that work. Cloudy today, 62-41 overnight tonight, 64 tomorrow, and a chance of rain Saturday with a high of 62. Christy Fulnecki here with us this morning. Good morning, Ozarks. <laughs> uh, what, what is that? Uh, I don't know. Residual don't... from your Camdington <laughs> tour? Oh, yeah. I forgot where I was. I just travel the state so much. I can't remember what radio station I'm on. Radio tour. That's right. You were back up there. How'd that go? Oh, it went great. That's it went good. great. Yeah. That's good. I just talk. I, I have a feeling, like, because, you know, it's hard, too, when you're on the phone. It's oh, easier. that's right. You did it over the phone. Well, yeah. Yeah, because right. I can't right. get from here at 8 to there at well, 8, 10. Are you so, doing it again today? Are you, are you well, becoming well, a regular guest? Well, not today, but last week. Ooh, I couldn't oh. get there. I, I am, and I go on regularly but it's hard when you're over the phone doing it and so you know which i know that you have to take breaks so you know 
but he didn't say anything. So I just talk and talk yeah. and talk. And I'm like, hey, do we have to take a break? <laughs> so it might seem a little disjointed, but I'm so like, hey, you if talking, you're going to let me. What did you, I know the, when you first went up there, it was specifically about something going on with the city. But what are you, were you updating on that? or were Yeah, they, I was oh, updating oh, okay, and then it. just talking about different issues about, okay. um, you know, public officials and how hard it is to be independent now and that kind of thing. The stuff that we've talked about. Um, and I've traveled a little bit. Went to the LSU Ole Miss game last weekend. Yeah, I saw that. And LSU won. I couldn't believe it. I thought they were going to get smoked, but they ended up winning, and it was great. But I got to tell the story. And okay. I asked if I could say this word already. So, um, so anyway, I there, you know, with my six kids. Which is this? Is this as, story involve you having a confrontation with someone? <laughs> no, it's oh, okay. Not. No, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. Sometimes that happens, but um, yeah. not at this. This it seems like I do have this story mm, yeah. <laughs> every time I go somewhere. I know I don't know what it is about me. I attract crazy people and all kinds of stuff, but this is no. This is a good story. So um, I think that the stadium at LSU, I think it's over 100,000 people in capacity. It's huge. How many th- people were wearing masks? Any or just a few or Oh, lots? masks? Yeah. Oh, no, curious. that's like a thing from yesterday. That's... I, I didn't know there. I, oh, you know, no, Being no. a university and just. And it, that's funny you asked that. Mm. I don't think I saw one person wearing a mask. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, um, so anyway, people are fanatical about football down there and. I mean, I, I take it, I, you know, it's a huge SEC school, huge football school, like, you know, Alabama is. But I think it's like in capacity number five or six or something large a stadium. I think it's larger than the Chiefs stadium. It's wow. huge. Yeah, it's huge. And so we're sitting there and <clears throat> it's pretty cool. They're, they're very into everything and uh, patriotic. So they had the national anthem, and mm-hmm. so we were sitting there, you know, and plus there's so many people, you know, 100,000 people, and and taking six kids to a football game is quite an adventure. Um, and so we're all sitting there, and they had the national anthem, and <laughs> this guy next to me goes, so that, you know, everybody's like, they had the military on there, mm-hmm. and and, um, and then it was quiet, and he yelled, screw the Democrats! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's and good. it was quiet for a minute, and I turned around. I'm like, "High five!" And everybody started giving him a high five. That's funny. and it was so funny. I mean, it was so quiet, and he said, "Screw <laughs> the screw the Democrats!" Right after that the was na- his big moment. Right after the national anthem, and the funny thing is, so he was just actually he was right next, kind of down from me. And in the same row, and his wife was right next to me, and she shook her head and put her head down, and she's like, I'm really sorry. But I said, well, obviously, everyone around us here right. agrees, so don't worry about it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, he was just, you know, he's like, should I do it? Should I do it? Come on, Jacob, this is it. This is your big moment right here. <laughs> I don't think he thought about it. I think he probably says that a lot. I mean, he was probably, like, in his late 60s. And so, I mean, it was just. Oh, part that. Of... Okay, late. Oh 60s. no. Oh, oh yeah. I guess I didn't say that. Yeah, he, he, they were. They were. Um, yeah, probably sixties, seventies. Okay. So I mean, I don't think he put a lot of thought into it. Um, oh yeah, it wasn't a young. Person. Yeah, in my mind, I was thinking of some late thirties or something. But no. Oh late no, 60s they up. were older. That's and it That's was funny. It was really funny. I yeah, thought, I, I think oh, this you is get really... to that age and you're like, whatever. I know. And the funny thing is, is like. There was he said it so loud that everybody was laughing and high fiving, and I thought, you know, this is kind of the mood of the country right now. Yeah, 
you know? know. I know. Yeah. He's probably just hoping that, do they serve beer there? Can you get beer there? Maybe he was hoping people would buy him some beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, get, you can be served we in got, the stadium. Christy yeah. Fulnecki with us to get a traffic update. More ahead. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. Well, I was going to tell this story yesterday, but I was unable to because of technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, the other day when it was pouring down rain and I was leaving work, you know who I uh, got stopped next to in a, at a red light? No. The Pyramid Roofing Company. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was pouring down rain. I couldn't see who it was, so if oh. it was you, hello. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, but... They probably don't know. I know. Every single pyramid roofing driver <laughs> that was at a stoplight yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at uh, Kansas and Grand. Yeah, hello. Go. Yes. Well, I thought, well, there they are, saving another roof out there. And you can't miss their vehicles. The reason I knew it was them is because it's red, white, and blue Americana. You can't not miss their vehicles but if you were in a situation where when it was raining earlier this week very heavy and you've noticed yellowing on your ceiling maybe you've had a drip maybe you think you know this didn't happen to me but i haven't had a roof inspection for a very long time highly recommend my friends over at the pyramid roofing company now you can give them a call today they'll come out give you a free estimate take a look at your roof see what you need and maybe what you don't need maybe you don't need a whole new roof maybe you need just a roof repair either way the pyramid roofing company they can get you on their schedule and get you all fixed up before more rain hits the ozarks now you can find all the contact information for josh and the pyramid roofing company at ks sgf.com under the Sarah's endorsements tab. Yeah, you know, I'll note there are a lot of companies out there that that will try and capitalize off patriotism, but it's marketing for them. It's not that way with Pyramid. No, roofing. not at and, all. And uh, I mean anything veteran associated they uh, are very strongly uh, about and you know they were um, supporters of our effort last Saturday uh, or leading up to last Saturday and Saturday along with Hulk Hot Tub Services to uh, help um, collect food donations for veterans as we make it into the holidays. So that they really, they, it is meaningful to them. I thought I'd mention that because I'm always suspect. I'm like, you know, when I see a company or a company, I once, uh, uh, I had to have some roof work done, incidentally. This was a long time ago. And I didn't have, I just didn't know any roofing companies at the time. And so I ended up Finding a company, and they had the Jesus fish and some some Bible verse, and so I had them come. It was just a small leak. They totally ripped me off, one hundred percent. And I knew it as soon as they left. It was obvious to me as a layman that they really just blatantly screwed me. But I thought these people, I, what what am I going to do? Complain? You know, I mean, they're not going to come back. You know, they're obviously unethical, and so I'm always very suspect. When I see, okay, are they just preying on people that are patriotic or that are Christians? But pyramid roofing, they're the real deal. Uh, did you see the Christy Fulnecki, the Oz Fetterman debate? No, the only I, thing, I heard about it. Yeah, the only yeah. thing that's been more, well, I don't want to say entertaining. It wasn't entertaining. It's just, it's such an awkward thing. Um, it, just watching the reaction of the left regarding it. And some have been begrudgingly honest that this is worse than we thought i mean it wasn't worse than i thought i I guess they just would buy into the campaign that oh no everything's fine he's you know everything's good um but uh, there uh i saw like on the view 
which ABC yeah, lists as a, a news program. As I say, um, let's they, cite they, the, yeah, that source. <laughs> they were claiming that Dr. Oz, I think it was Joy Behar, Dr. Oz was violating his Hippocratic Oath by oh, give me a by criticizing the policies of uh, of you know, better men. He should have brought up the fact that the physician that wrote that stupid letter about Fetterman, he shouldn't even have his medical license. Well, the thing about – and it's, it appears to me that Oz, his approach was, I'm going to treat him like I would anyone else that I would be debating. Yeah. Um, because – which is fair because we were told that, you know, other than needing to visually see questions, uh, that he's perfectly fine. And that he is equipped to be a U.S. senator. And so that's how so Oz scary. approached it. He approached it that way. And then you get celebrities like Amy Schumer. Oh, and, well, he just, he's a bully. He bullied him. So which is it? Is Fetterman this uh, healthy individual that can take yeah. on the full responsibilities of being a U.S. senator? Or is he this fragile individual that if you question policy positions, you're a bully? You, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Either he's somebody that has to be protected and coddled, or he's prepared to be a U.S. senator. Did you watch the whole thing or just the, the highlights um, of it? Uh, I mean, most yeah. of it. I mean, that's one of those things I thought, I wonder if I should watch it. But I would almost be embarrassed for him the whole time I was watching it. Like... <clears throat> I mean, did, didn't he say goodnight when he started? Yeah, the very yeah. The it, that was the very that was the very beginning, the opening of it, and he said goodnight. And but the whole thing, it, it I mean, was that's a train it, wreck. And th- this is, I, I'm watching yesterday all the commentary, and a lot of people were noting that it was uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, that that's but, what I. But yeah. he, but he, this is the thing, and to me. It's not uncomfortable to watch in and of itself. In other words, it, it it's not uncomfortable because he is somebody who is suffering as a stroke victim. Because I've been around people who've suffered, whether it's stroke victim or or just dementia or wh- whatever it is. You know, I mean, if it's somebody you love and you have background with them, it makes you sad. It's uncomfortable in that capacity. But, um, but you know, just in and of itself, that wasn't what's uncomfortable to me. What's uncomfortable is that he is being put up there and expected to perform in a way that he cannot perform. Yeah, right. That, and and I'm listening, and I really do feel, I, I do think it's cruel. I'm I'm listening to commentary afterwards, and they're talking about, you know, well, th- this is the race that could decide the, the Senate. You're putting that on this guy. Yeah, right, I, mean, you, I know. You are, and, know. and particularly like as abuse. a Democrat. Well, yeah. Yeah, they're it, it's not, The yeah. thing of it is, it's not just a regular race. That, that's, yeah, it would right, be yeah. one thing if it were somewhat inconsequential other than for the people in Pennsylvania. But you have Democrats right now that are saying things like, hey, if Republicans win the Senate, it's the end of the country as we know it. Democracy is is falling apart. Uh, women are going to be put in prison for, you know, all the, I mean, they, they, they act as if it is the end of the world as we know it. If Republicans win the Senate and they're putting that on him. Like they're saying, this could be it right here. It's all about Pennsylvania if Fetterman doesn't do it. And I'm thinking to myself, that's a lot of pressure to put on a normal person. You're go- you're taking this guy and you're putting that on him. That It is. It's immoral. And, yeah, it is absolutely wrong. I totally wrong. agree. And there's, there's a certain amount of 
This is a, an example of trying to gaslight the American people. Oh yeah. I mean, trying to manipulate it. Okay, so if you if you want to know um, how you take over the country and have a dictatorship, and you know, this is the first step of trying to convince you that somebody, you know, has all their wits about you and that they can be a U.S. senator. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. I think my nine year old could say something is wrong with him. I don't think he can talk. Right. He's not qualified to do this. So if a child can say, um, I don't think this guy is qualified, then I don't think that he should be able to run. Yeah, they're ableist, which is a term that means you are you discriminate against people that aren't fully able bodied, right? And this is one of the accusations. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, okay. that's one of the accusations. Well, that. it's just ableism. You're, you're, it's it's because he has a a disability, and it, it was noted. Uh, we don't have a problem with um, Crenshaw, who is blind, who had yeah, an right. eyeball. Yeah, we right. don't have Greg Abbott of Texas, who's in a exactly. wheelchair. It has yeah. nothing to do with that because they're still able to carry out their jobs. They aren't hampered from carrying out their jobs but you are in a position where communication is important it is the deliberative body of our government that is the body in which debate is taking place and 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 you're somebody i i mean you know senators meet with foreign leaders they do have a degree of great significance they're not just an individual that goes up there and votes they they meet with world leaders they do all of these things and um and so but they they act like Again, it's no big deal. But also, my other favorite is he's just—he's so brave. Oh my so, God. and I'm That's like, so stupid. first off, I don't know if he is or not. But even if he is, yeah. so what? You yeah. okay? So, if a ten-year-old decides to do that, that probably makes them brave yeah. as well. But does that mean the ten-year-old should be a U.S. senator? Yeah. Well, and he's part of the legislative body. Okay, he's responsible for making laws, and you want somebody that can't even speak or think. And that somebody else is telling him and he's reading a script. You want him to to be in charge of that? So this is, you know, a government body, a government position. So how do you feel if you're trying to get into the Navy SEALs or you're trying to get into the, you know, West Point or Naval Academy? I mean, you have to be qualified. You have to speak. You have to go through interviews. I mean, so why is it that everybody else in the country are held to a different standard than somebody that's running for the Senate. And I love how all these celebrities, how they really support each other, right? So Trump runs and, oh, well, no, he's Republican, so we're going to attack him. Dr. Oz is a celebrity, and then you don't try to support him. I think that's interesting. uh, Can you imagine the way that Democrats would treat Fetterman if he were a Republican? Oh, just think about oh, how oh, I, oh, yeah, I mean, totally. even look how they 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 accused Reagan of being an idiot. Bush was an idiot. He, Trump oh, was yeah. an idiot. They, they, they say the wrong word. They always yeah. attack or and Trump always oh, mental stability. And, you know, there was once like uh, he had I don't know, it seemed like a lot of saliva in his mouth. And I just remember this one speech and they were going on and on. They had experts on that. They have a mental disability. There may be something wrong with him. That's a sign of some sort. I mean, they just go on and on. Here's a person that is just it's so obvious. And they're like, no, I don't think anything's wrong with him at all. Oh, what's oh, you just have. Uh, issues with people that are uh, disabled and and i think he's so brave oh really okay and you know i want to ask liberals i want to ask them this question is this the only are these the only people that you have i mean is this the best you've got because i mean i'm looking at you know oh the greatest visual i thought this week were the six hispanic women that are Mm -hmm. i think there's gop yeah um 
and the Republicans that are um, running or in office and all women. And I thought that is so cool. And then I, I had this visual of Fetterman and Biden. And I'm like, yeah, what is going on? Diane like, Feinstein. Any- I mean, you think yeah. about their really I, I, they're almost presented as their a team. The, the top, yeah, most influential yeah. Democrats. You've got Biden. You, F- Fetterman, he's sort of being treated that way. I mean, he's yeah. a lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. And, I mean, this is the guy that Democrats are essentially saying is the person responsible for making sure they keep the Senate. So they're they're holding yeah. him in high esteem. Nancy Pelosi, who acts drunk half the time. <laughs> Diane Feinstein, that nobody even hardly sees anymore. Oh, because yeah. even Democrats are like, yeah, she's lost her mind. You've got Nadler, who poops his pants during press conferences. <laughs> I mean, it, you look at the these people and you're like what on earth and i like i've said before when i was I in college we you know, had bob dole was the nominee and democrats would mock republicans oh it's a party of old white guys and everything and democrats are young and cool i'm like where did you guys i mean you guys derailed <laughs> some at some point i don't know what happened but it was like you know it is gone way wrong and then the only young people that are rising stars they had they had somebody that could have been considered that in tulsi gabbard that's exactly what i was gonna say but they accused her of being a russian asset because she dared ask questions right and so she left them and so they have people like ocasio cortez and Talib. all the crazy uh, people yeah uh, the nut shop yeah yeah the the total nut shop they have no normal particularly women they have no normal women you look at the difference between the women that are Republicans oh, as yeah. elected officials versus Democrats, I would a hundred thousand times over take a GOP woman compare just in terms of mental abilities, but also looks. I mean, let's be oh, honest. Oh, I know. I, I you, you you look at that lineup. You're talking right, about those those the Hispanic GOP women. Yeah. I mean, it's like a lineup of models. I know. And, and then I know. I'm like, there's oh a, yeah, Ocasio Cortez and. She's probably the best. But you know device, why? But even he, her, you he, gotta he, hold your hand flat when you feed her. <laughs> well, you know why? Because they're not afraid to be women. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's. True. I mean, you can and be a smart whine. woman. Yeah, they don't you whine. They don't. You know, they're not constantly like, "Well, if I don't win, it's because of you know, buy it and everything." There's something attractive about a. Uh, a self-assured woman who's not whining and pointing fingers and constantly complaining that they're treated poorly. They just get in there and they do it. Yeah, and, and they take responsibility yeah. for themselves and what they're doing and their families. And that's the kind of person you want to elect. You want to elect somebody that's independent. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there's always been a huge, I mean, I, I've known this forever, difference between conservative women and liberal women yeah more with chrissy yeah. fulnecki coming up we got a traffic update in 60 in seconds also i'm nick reed your voice is needed the american people have to pull their heads out of their keisters now more than ever and start thinking like responsible america springfield's talk one you're listening to nick reed in the morning on springfield's talk 1041 first alert forecast Becoming cloudy, high of 62 today, low of 41 tonight, sunny 64 tomorrow, and a 50% chance of rain on Saturday with a high of 62. Christy Fulnecki is with us. Yes. So how many kids do you have that still do trick-or-treating? All of them. They all do? Yeah. The ones at co- I guess in college you kind of... Yeah, you dress up, and um, yeah, I think all my kids are dressing up. Yeah, they're totally into it, and I still dress up. So last year I was So cat- what do you guys do? Cat Where do you go? Do you just... Oh, for trick or treating. Well, all different places. I mean, my older kids have. Um, there's somewhere that they're they're working, like volunteering, so uh-huh. they're dressing up. And then um, we go to one of our old neighborhoods to go trick or treating. Okay, because like, we're oh, you're st- we thought you left. <laughs> I know, it's 
in disguise. Yeah. I don't. I I I stay in the car and then we drive around and then they run up there. We because, used to you know, do it's the funny. We, we there's a of course for people listening. There's a group of us that are friends that do. The homies. Uh, we, yeah, the homies. The homies. <laughs> I don't know how or why we call ourselves that. No, but, it's but, it's homies 10.0 yeah, for some uh, yes. reason. Yeah. I, yeah. We're the OGs. Do you know, you know why it's we're, homies 10.0? We're, we're the OGs. Yeah. That's what my kids I, said. I'm I not asked, sure what I actually asked or, once. Or I was like, why is it homies 10.0? <laughs> and do you know why that is? No. Because the original texting group was homies, but there were some other people in it. And then, then we created uh homies another one and another one and another one because somebody some, wanted to hang out with us well, yeah <laughs> slowly weeding people out no I, I i don't remember but eventually the one that's just us because we do things that sometimes involve other people and so we'll have other yeah. text groups but anyway that's the one but anyway the point being is that we do a lot particularly holiday things together halloween though we just have i just realized i have no clue what any of us do for halloween other than oh, what my yeah, family does. i know that's yeah because we never really do anything I know, or talk about it or that. yeah yeah it's quite a sight mm. when we all go out together <laughs> yes it is that's for sure so i'm gonna be i don't well, oh i don't know what i'm gonna be you better I, figure I have, it out i know i gotta do that i was catwoman last year i'm telling you that costume was hot and it was hard to use a restroom because it was all black leather and i got it on and i didn't realize until i had to go to the bathroom how I was going to do that. So that was very Would you, would you get that at like, Adam and Eve's or? No, I got it at Amazon, I think, oh. or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that the name of that? Or Kaleidoscope or whatever. Um, I'm pretending like I don't know these places. Well, you know, we know whatever that place well, is called. Yeah, it. right. I know. Oh, it could it be this? Yeah. yeah. Um. So go to your favorite like website there. Um, so anyway, we, you know, for a long time, Metro Grill, one of the restaurants here, Mm -hmm. they have a Halloween party every year. So we, we usually go there after we go with the kids, trick or treating. Um, and then, but you know, lately it's been on different nights. So that's Mm. Saturday night, but that's for, you know, later for the adults. Um, but we've, I've always dressed up for Halloween. I I've been Wonder Woman so many times, so I got to come up with something. Um, last year, somebody wanted me to be Elvira. I couldn't, I, I, yeah. And, um. Oh, yeah, Sarah, you have an idea for me. Well, somebody texted in and said that you should dress up as Jan Fisk. (laughs) That would be funny. (laughs) Well, I do have a big van. I have a bus. I can put the fist sign on the side. Oh, that's funny. If I I had thought it would take a lot of, see, I could be Mary McCheese. Like make a, get a giant cheeseburger head. Let's, let's all dress up one day as yeah. the I, former city council but members. But the, the amount of time and effort that would go into making a, a giant cheeseburger head. That oh, would, but that would be cool. That would be funny. That. Wouldn't that be cool? Actually, you uh, should do that for Halloween. Maybe next year. I, I will. Like the giant. You know, I, I'm guessing you make it out of foam or styrofoam. <laughs> that was so awesome. Well, um, so I need ideas. No, I thought you had another idea for me, Sarah, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, you could be an Indian. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... Totally. Oh, that's... I think it's original. <laughs> but you are an Indian. I know. Well, I then know. we can flip the switch and you could be a cowboy. <laughs> yes. I could Annie be a Oakley. cowboy. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I haven't been Annie Oakley before. Okay, I'll do that. I I I've there. I don't know why I've wanted to... Uh, dress up like this for years but i cannot i don't think they make a costume for it 
Do you remember the Yip Yips on Sesame Street? They were the aliens that had the really big mouths. They were kind of furry. And oh, they, is that what? Those huge, and they go yip 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 yip. Uh huh. And I've I've always thought that would be so cool to have. But and I know you can make one. But I I I would want it to look like it wasn't homemade. And I've looked online to see if I can find one as a costume, and I've just not been able to find one. You're one of those kids. My mom always made our costumes growing That's up. That's so cool. But she was really good at it. She was fantastic. I don't know how or why, but I, I look back I on know, it. That- and she would do all the makeup. And she was really good. And she would, like, she was good at that stuff. So it wasn't like, oh, look at that poor kid. People were always impressed with our. I think it's so fun to dress up. And that's what I said earlier, you know, when I was saying, can they wear it to school? I I think it would be fun to do that. But then, you know, it would get confusing because I said, you know, some of the kids are furries and they let them wear that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the last few years, what I've done is I, I, I end up buying some of those inflatable deals that you get inside of. Because oh, they're yeah, easy. My set, yeah. So the fr- my and and last year I was the inflatable wavy arm guy that you see in the car lots and yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, but I for years I bought this. I think it was when the girl child was in kindergarten, and and so I thought, well, I'll dress up too. And it's just a giant. I, I mean, they're not unusual. People have seen them. They're giant. It, it's a white thing. It's just a big, huge ball with arms and legs, and it's got the fan, and it inflates. And then I bought this white furry cat head, and so I was like this giant fat cat. <laughs> but I remember you sweat in those things; it gets oh, really, really yeah, hot. Yeah, I know. How and I, yeah. so a friend of mine, we were, uh, uh, you know, over at their house afterwards, and I, I don't, I don't, I like, I pulled my arm out of the sleeve or something, and a burst of air from in there blew into his face, <laughs> and he almost threw up. He was like, "Oh my god." That is awful. Oh, that's so funny. You know what you could do if we're gonna if I dress up with Jamfis, Fisk, you could be like the Johnny Walker thing, the yellow thing. Oh, that, those, yeah. Those statues. That, do they what, still what, have those on the corner? Uh, I don't know. Yes, they do. Do they have those the yellow thing? Uh-huh. How funny would that be? I, I, I you just have you move. seen have you seen the what I, I made a point to try to remember what they're because they have signs. Uh, something calming, something calming, tra- traffic calming. C A L M I N G. Have you seen these? No, but so there's certain there's like the neighborhood back behind Park Crest Dental, back in that area. Okay, I used to live in that area, so you know sometimes I drive through it, and they put in the middle of the road. I guess it's supposed to make you slow down, but there are these little obstacles that you. So instead of just driving straight, they put these little wedge things out that you have to drive around. And I've never I, heard of that. Yeah, and it, it, I think it's supposed to make you slow down or something, but oh. all it does is make you weave through there. I or I've watched I mean, it. I, it doesn't make you do that, but I watch. I would people have drive road through. rage even. I know. More. Well, that's why I, I thought would get it was road rage even more I, from going. On I know. That that's what I, I yeah. thought. The word calming. Well, first off, that makes it even more aggravating that you're telling me this is supposed to calm me yeah, down. I want to run I, over I, that. It is sign not relaxing. Right now. It makes me very annoyed. <laughs> but I, I, you watch people and they just whip through them like it's some sort of go kart track, and I'm thinking. It's typical government here. This is supposed to, I guess, make traffic more calm. And instead, they create something where people are zipping through there. uh, But you're not supposed to. And that's, of course, government is, in their minds, they create things based on how people should behave, not based on how they actually will. 
Yeah. All right. Well, you've got to go. Oh, yeah. I had to go to court. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you're a judge listening, I'm going to leave. Yeah. I want to make sure to get you out here in time. And happy so Halloween. Don't get held in contempt. Yes. Have you ever been held in contempt of court? Um, I love that. You have to think about that. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, okay. I plead the fifth. <laughs> all right. Well, happy Halloween to you and all your family. And yes. then we'll uh, talk to you next we'll Thursday. We'll talk about our costumes next week. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Springfield's right. Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Uh, let me get here in a moment to some of your. Text messages on the American Transmissions talk and text line. Uh, I will tease you about something. We are going to be starting up Lunch Bunch again very soon. Yes, yes. Have a brand new location. Uh, The only reason I'm not telling you is I don't know that everything was officially signed, but but, uh, we're very excited about this location. Uh, we have gotten the verbals. Yeah, we love it. We love the idea and everything. And, and it may be signed. I, I, I just don't know that for sure. Uh, so that is something we will be starting again uh, soon. And it is also, I'll, I'll throw this little hint in for you too, so you can brainstorm, try to figure out uh, where it is that I'm talking about. Uh, it is also going to be our new location for happy hour. Okay. So you can start kind of brainstorming what places are great places for lunch and can accommodate a, a happy hour that has got, you know, a bar of sorts in it. Um, if you've not, if, you, if you're a relatively new listener or even within the last couple of years and you're not familiar with Lunch Bunch, what Lunch Bunch is, it's a weekly lunch with, with uh, Sarah and me, and it's uh, at a specific location. It's the same every week, and what we'll have you do is you can go to the website and you register, and if you win, then then you and uh, five of your friends or coworkers, or up to five, will join Sarah and me for lunch at that location. Uh, you don't now. Some people are like, well, I don't really, you know, I, I work from home or um, I, I have a small office. Can I bring my husband? Can I bring my? Yeah, that's totally cool. I mean, you you can essentially bring anyone that you want. We just sort of frame it as. Um, you know, co-worker situation, uh, but but you don't have to do it that way. So keep listening. It, it's going to be sooner than later, and we're not talking about weeks uh, from now that we'll start promoting this. We'll start promoting it very soon. Um, may, I, I would say there's a good chance next week we'll begin taking registration for it, and then um, and uh, then we'll start scheduling those lunch bunches. Um, so very excited about that. And it seemed like there was one other thing I was going to mention about it. And I just, I forgot. I forgot what it was. So anyway, that being said, I wanted to mention this. Um, I touched on it earlier. It's clear Democrats are frantically scrambling for some selling point as to why it is that they should continue to be in control. And they really don't have a lot. I mean, the vast majority of people think we're head in the wrong direction. The vast majority of people recognize the economy is doing poorly. You have historic uh, high number of people that are having to dip into their savings that are not, no longer saving for the future, for their retirement. Uh, you have massive amounts of people's retirements being wiped away uh, during the Biden administration. And then you have an administration of course, inflation, we've got that as well, that refuses to take responsibility for any of it. It's not their fault. Nope. Nothing to do with them at all. 
They have no control over any of it, which, again, I always then ask the question, then what's the point in electing you? If you have no control over these things, why elect you? They're never that. That'd be a great question for a journalist to ask every time they say, "Well, we don't have control over it. Uh, it's this person's fault. It's that person's fault. It's because you know we inherited it, or it's because of Putin, or whatever number of reasons that they provide. Uh, it's always somehow beyond their control. Then why were you hired? They they it's clear that the Democrats recognize the economy is not getting better, it's getting worse. And it's hilarious because now there's talk about, well, well, let me just tell you what's going to happen. And I'm not the first one to recognize this because it's clear and it's obvious. The Democrats will finally acknowledge we're in a recession after Republicans get control of the House and perhaps the Senate. We'll hear nothing. Well, I mean, well, you're going to hear recession come out of the mouths of Democrats and the media uh, so often you'll think that nothing else is going on. And they're going to start talking about it and acknowledging that a recession is here because they're going to pin it on Republicans. And they're going to claim that that's what started. Just like they claim that gas prices didn't start going up until Putin's invasion, which, of course, wasn't true. Gas prices had doubled before Putin ever invaded Ukraine. But because the media is part of their their messaging and they're all on the same side, they know that they can get away with claiming that the recession did not start until Republicans were in charge. Now, of course, Republicans won't be in charge. They may be in charge of Congress or at least the uh, the House side, if not both the House and the Senate. But they, they're, they're, they aren't going to have the ability to pass any legislation. I mean, they can pass it, but it's not going to get signed into law by Joe Biden. So they're going to pound away at that. And what they're also going to pound away at, and, and you hear it now, is that Biden's out there saying, oh, we've got the deficit reduction. I reduce the deficit. See, Republicans are fiscally irresponsible. I'm not. No, no. I decrease the deficit. Biden did not decrease the deficit. The deficit decreased under Biden, but he had nothing to do with it. And this is pretty straightforward. The reason there is less spending now, as opposed to when Biden came into office, was because of that massive infusion of COVID money. And it was... Temporary, if you will. It wasn't something that uh, was, you know, uh, going to be allocated for year after year after year after year after year. So you have this massive infusion of additional spending that was temporary. Well, it expired. Biden had nothing to do with that expiration. But, you know, if Biden were a senator at the time, he could at least claim that, well, I did have a hand in it because I was in the Senate when we passed this and we had an expiration on it. So, you know, I mean, it would be a very convoluted way of of trying to take credit for it. But he wasn't even in office at the time. Biden had absolutely nothing to do with the fact that those dollars that were being spent stopped. 
And you may know that, but I figure that that is information that could be valuable for you to remember should your friends be like, well, I mean, you know, Biden, he cut the deficit. No, he did not. The deficit was preemptively cut by that massive spike in spending that was set to expire as it did while Biden was president. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Garage experts, number one brand nationwide in garage improvement space and for good reason. Turnkey operation. No need to hire one company for the flooring, another for the cabinets, and then coordinating, and, oh, it's raining, and so the flooring people, uh, they've got to delay it by a day or two, and but the cabinet people are supposed to be there in a day or two, so you got to call them, and they're like, well, we can't come back for another two weeks. Nope, all in one. They take care of it all. Hundreds of color choices to match any taste, light. Bright, easy to clean. It's one of the that's it's one of the bragging points. Every time somebody comes up to me and they're like, "Oh, we saw the video of your garage transformation. We went over to Facebook, one hundred four one Nick Reed videos, saw it there, and and it looks really amazing." And I'm always like, "It's so easy to clean. All I got to do is get out the leaf blower, and I mean, it just as opposed to I, I don't know about you if you've ever just broomed broom brushed your regular garage and it seems like no matter how many times you do it it's still just dust 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 and if you really want to really legitimately get it clean you end up having to use a hose and so forth the ease with which I'm able to clean my Garage Experts Transformation Garage is absolutely incredible. So check it out. Find out what they can do for you. And there's industrial uh, commercial uh, uses as well. A lot of different businesses uh, utilize the services of Garage Experts. Again, you can check out the video of my garage transportation under uh, videos on my Facebook page. Or find them under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Some of your text messages. We were talking earlier with Christy Fulnecki about costume ideas. Uh, she had not quite settled on a costume. And some uh, a couple of you noted that she could go as Elizabeth Warren. Uh, that's a perfect. <laughs> that's so, a really good one. It, 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 it's an interesting circle because so you could have Christy, who actually is Native American, Dress as Elizabeth, pretending to be Elizabeth Warren, who pretended to be a Native American, which is what Christie actually is. It's sort of this weird uh, circle of of culture there. Uh, somebody also saying she could go as RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, but, but given that it's Halloween, see, I like that idea. But you could really clever it up because it's Halloween. She could be Ruth Bader Ginsburg, not as a Supreme Court justice, but exactly how she is today, which is a rotting corpse, like a zombie. So she could be the Ruth Bader Ginsburg zombie, and uh, that would fit in perfectly with Halloween. Uh, let's see. Regarding the the latest anonymous accusation against Republican senatorial candidate Georgia Herschel Walker, yet Democrats have found another anonymous person claiming that uh, back in the early 90s that uh, he paid for her to have an abortion. Of course, he has no way to counter the accusation, not being allowed to know who the accuser is by the media. But, um, you know, they claimed that some of the evidence is that she had voicemails and letters from him uh, in which he confesses his love from the early 90s. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with whether or not she had an abortion but somebody said who has a voicemail from the ni- early 90s that's a good question who does have that 
Who keeps avoid? I mean, I'm some people may. But even in the 90s, voicemail wasn't like it is today, I don't, where you could transfer it, where, you know, you keep your voicemails, it's in the cloud or whatever. Like, voicemails, I think, were actually kept. It just didn't work that way. They didn't transfer from phone to phone uh, like they like they do today. So, yeah, why would you have voicemails from the 90s? That was one of the things that I thought was suspicious about the first anonymous accuser who claimed she had a receipt from her abortion from, like, the 80s. Or I'm like... <laughs> First of all, I guess you get a receipt for that. Never had an abortion. Never took anyone to get an abortion. Uh, you know, it's is it like Walgreens where it prints out and a survey and coupons that's eight feet long. And here, do you want? But but you would keep that twenty thirty years later. These are all just to me red flags from a common sense perspective. Uh, all right, we got news coming up in sixty seconds. Springfield's Talk One Zero Four One. I'm Nick Reed.